Nelson suffered. He has suffered for five years as a financial consultant. His best year was probably about $60,000. He would cold call people that essentially had very little money to invest about six hours a day, five days a week, had two other people cold calling. And as he said, he had hundreds and hundreds of clients that essentially had no money. Nelson didn't qualify for a seminar Tom Stanley was about to conduct in his area. Seating was limited to sales professionals who were grossing 200000 or more per year. Nelson had never even approached half that figure. But he was determined and courageous. So he snuck in. He showed considerable courage and was blatant enough to walk right into this seminar that he was not invited to and sat right in the front. In fact, he asked questions during the thing and interrupted me. But, you know, <laughs> I think it's interesting because I like people with courage. And he has it. Where did he start? What were his first steps after he... Uh, Snuck into the seminar and got some tips on networking. Well, he asked questions during that period of time, and then I thought it was rather interesting. Uh, I guess after the seminar was over, he called my office about ten times asking questions. He was you know, a kind of character that was just uh, full of vigor and excitement. And he did call, and, and what he said is, look, I am a sinner. I've got 500 clients. Uh, they were 500 occupations. They're investing $100 or $500 or $1,000. You know, what should I do? So the first thing I asked Nelson, and I also ask people this, it's very, very important, Who's your best client? And uh, we started with that, and he, he wasn't really sure who his best client was or if he had one. And I said, well, let's look at it another way. I said, you know, Nelson, I have been in New Jersey giving seminars in the last couple of months. On three different occasions when I was in northern New Jersey, I was in three different hotels, and there were three different meetings of three different industry trade association meetings, frozen food, food distribution, food processing, and I noticed that these people are extremely wealthy, typically. They're the owners of their own companies. And I walked into these meetings, looked around, talked to different people. No one that competes with Nelson is there. So we have the highest concentration of wealth for a couple of days at these meetings, northern New Jersey, food processing, capital of the United States in a lot of ways, and there's no one there from your industry. So I said, Nelson, do you have anyone in the food industry? He said, I have one client in the food industry. It's a small food distributor. So I said, Nelson, I want you to call this man. Find out what he reads. He said, well, I want to know what he reads. I said, find out what he reads and start reading it and start to influence other people. So what Nelson did is he called the man, and the man told him the publication that he read, Food Distribution Something. Nelson called the editor of Food Distribution Something and asked the editor if she would be interested in having some of Nelson's ideas on investing, managed money and other things published. And he said, I can supply you with a manuscript and so forth and so on. This woman was so excited. This is the first time in life that she's ever gotten a call like this. She asked him to immediately fax the manuscript, which he did. It was published in a very short period of time. So Nelson immediately has established himself, to some extent, credibility of people that are in an affluent industry within his region. Let me tell you something. In the three-state area that Nelson serves, in one of those states alone, there are 2,300 food processors. 99% mm. of them are family-owned businesses. These are very wealthy people. I would estimate that there are at least 5,000 food processing companies within the three-state areas in total that he operates in, plus another perhaps 20,000 types of wholesale retail uh, distributors. So he has essentially targeted using the concept of networking, to go after these people. So he wrote an article for this trade publication right. on uh, making uh, sound investments. Right. It's the simplest article. It essentially was five paragraphs on the pension and tax-saving ideas that the government provides business owners. And it said at the bottom of the article that Nelson Paramus specializes in helping people in the food industry invest their money 
and gives people access to 100 of the best asset managers in the United States, and it has 800 number and its affiliation and other things at the bottom. And that was a start. Now, that's not the genius of Nelson. He's established credibility. That's fine. But Nelson wrote what I consider to be the letter of letters. Now, many people write letters to people. What does it say? Buy my car. Let us have our people come over and give you an estimate of putting an in-ground pool in. Or would you like to look at a $5,000 piano? Not Nelson. Nelson focuses on the need of people. What Nelson did for $100 is he bought, essentially, the manual of who's who in the food industry for $100. It listed all the officials of the 25 trade associations in his area, their names, their addresses, and their phone numbers. Now, you could write a letter to these people and say that, my name is Nelson, I'm smart, I want to sell you something, I'd like access to your network. But not Nelson. Nelson wrote the letter of letters. Essentially what this letter said, encloses an article that I recently wrote. I've made a commitment to your industry. I'm very interested in your industry. And by the way, I've just started the Food Advisory Council. We have an organization that will provide speakers for free to any food industry-related trade association. It includes a top-ranked CPA that will talk about how to value the business before it's sold. We have a top attorney that will help people in terms of estate planning. We've got a top life underwriter that will talk about key man insurance. And we will have yours truly talk about access to 100 of America's premier asset managers. He wrote this letter and sent it to 25 officials of this trade association. And it doesn't matter if it's food. It could be Twinkies. It doesn't matter. He sent a letter out. Within one week, he got a letter back. Let me just paraphrase what the letter said. Dear Nelson, we will need a speaker to talk to 700 owners of major food distribution and processing companies in the United States. Thank you so much for your offer. Can you provide us a speaker within six weeks? And it was signed, Marv. I like that. Now, it's Nelson and Marv, the head of a major trade association. That's how it started. Nelson called me. He said, well, what do I do now? Get a speaker. Get a speaker. He wanted a speaker that would talk about, here's the things he wanted to talk about, the food industry, pension planning, and investments. And I said to Nelson, and we discussed this at length, I said, Nelson, your purpose is to be an apostle to the industry. Your purpose is to network. You don't have to give this speech. In fact, to a large extent, Nelson, you're not qualified to give this speech. And he agreed with me. He said, but what do I do? I don't want to turn this man down. I said, Nelson, there are hundreds of security analysts in this country who would give their eye teeth to be in front of a group of 700 people. Some of these people may be taking businesses public and so forth and so on. That's their task. I want you to call the top security analyst on Wall Street, the expert on the food industry, and ask him if he will speak to these highly successful and very affluent people. And that's what Nelson did. The first person he called agreed. <laughs> so he calls and quotes the president of this major trade association back and gives him the good news. They're on a first-name basis. They've become friends. It's very interesting. Now, now Nelson, at this point, probably hasn't sold anything yet, has Nothing. He has not said a word. But He's he not. knows it doesn't matter to this point. That's right. Because, you see, to be a networker, you have to give before you receive. The theme throughout this discussion is you've got to give before you receive.